All right, before we get things going, quick announcement. If you go to terryjames.com, you click on the store up there. By request, there are Wombat shirts available. And all the proceeds of that are going to building a brand new studio. You can't see, but over to my left is a room. I can only do the show here certain times a day before the, the light gets in and it's really, really bad. So I got to turn things around. I got to get a new studio, new things going on. And believe it or not, every t-shirt sale goes to that and it really does help. So thank you very much for helping. This is show number 22 of the Terry James Show. Season number one is wrapping up after 30 shows. Then I'm going to take a break. Okay, I can only do what I can do. I need some rest. I'm going to tell you. I also am very passionate about what's happening. So there's a little uh, catch 22 there. I need some rest. I need some time to revamp because season number two is going to be live streaming shows. They're going to be live shows. And I'm very excited about the fact that we're going to be doing some live shows two, two to three times a week, probably two times a week to get things going the ability to take phone calls, the ability to, to touch each other one-on-one in a not a sexual way. <laughs> you know, that me too thing, gotta be careful. I'm just very excited about this season number two, but I do need a little bit of a rest and I do need to revamp and I do need to learn how to do a few things because like I said, I can only do what I can do. I am a one-man show here. I'm stepping through so many fears that you guys don't realize. I don't know how to do anything technological. I'm horrible at it. It's been a scary thing for me. It's like, I can't do that because I don't know how to do it. So I'm learning how to do it to my best abilities. And uh, so that's what's happening right now. Plus, uh, if you're wrapping up the week, I hope your week is going good. And a lot of people have been reaching out to me. Why am I crossing my legs? A lot of people have been reaching out to me about, hey, why are you uh, talking so much about health and wellness? What's going on there? Are you sick? something wrong with you. The point is, no, I'm not. I just want to, I'm at that use it or lose it kind of stage in life. And so I'm being proactive. I'm being very proactive. I had a little heart scan this week to see about the calcium buildup. I have some sort of that going on in my family. So I want to see, uh, where I, I rank, <laughs> you know, that type of thing. Uh, but all of my checkups, I've been having them all, and everything's coming back really, really good. So I feel very happy, I'm very energetic, and I just want to be mentally prepared, and I want to be physically prepared for the rest of my life and, and live some really cool things and, and to be able to compartmentalize being online and to be able to compartmentalize having a real life and have putting the phone in the pocket and all that. So I'm battling with a lot of that stuff, but health is a number one priority and all that. But uh, let's, let's get the show going today. This is, like I said, this is show number 22. Let's hear from Larry and Cabas. All right, here we go. I have to look down at this computer right now because uh, I'm not sure exactly how to word and tease what I have coming up on today's show, but I do know it's fun. I do know that it's a good one. All right, let's see here. Um, Do we walk around or do you walk around all day being paranoid? That person's out for me, whatever it is. Or are you more hopeful or are you somewhere in between? We're going to get into that. Also, let's be real. Nobody has ever changed anybody's mind on social media. Nobody ever has. So, how do we deal with that? I get into that as well. But we're also going to start off 
with the benefits of having a curious mind. What the hell is it with people who are aging? What the hell is going on out there? I'm learning, and this is obviously an unofficial survey that I'm doing, but it seems like all the older people are Karens, they're trolls, they're this, they're that, they're just unhappy as anything, that their life didn't turn out the way they wanted it to, so God damn it, they're going to take it out on somebody else. That's what's going to happen. I don't understand it at all. I'm learning that the older people are the people, like I said, they're the trolls, they're the stalkers, they're the people that snipe somebody on Twitter or X or whatever it's called, or, you know, Facebook, jumping in your Facebook thing, or just trying to make your life miserable. But it's really their life that's absolutely miserable. And I don't want to be one of those people. Sometimes I catch myself being bitter or just kind of snapping much faster than I normally would have. And I think that I found a way to maybe put it on the back burner a little bit. I'm not saying I might not be that guy when I get old, create some fake account and start attacking everybody who's better than me. (laughs) Never say never. However, I will say this. I believe that if you keep a curious mind as you age, things are going to get better. And how do you keep a curious mind? People say that, you know, oh, that's a great idea, Terry. What do I do? Well, you start taking up hobbies that you've always maybe wanted to try, whether it's playing a guitar, learning to code something, maybe opening up your own little small little business. You could make an online store. You could do all kinds of things to keep you in the game to keep you thinking about stuff instead of judging whatever happened in your life against somebody else. The people that are stalkers, the people that are, you know, whatever, they obviously don't have anything else to do. Otherwise they'd be doing it. So, you know, and the Karens of the world and the, this and the, that, it's just, it's sad to see. And I don't want to go down that slippery slope. So I figured that maybe staying curious might be it. So now I'm thinking about what am I curious? I love doing this podcast stuff. And I think that I will probably always be doing some, something, whether it's writing a a book um, that nobody will probably read, doing a podcast that nobody will probably listen to, coming up with a screenplay that never is going to get produced. That's not what it's all about. It's not the end game. It's the now game. It's, it's how do you keep your mind going? How do you keep doing it? Maybe even remain curious by doing some sort of work with others that maybe give back to your community, something like that, but anything, but sitting around judging your life and how it didn't work out and blaming somebody else for it. Cause that's what that's all about. And I don't want to be that person. I have plenty of blame to go around for things that did not work out in my life the way I wanted it to. And I don't want to be that person. Maybe you do. I I just don't want to be that person, but I have a feeling if you remain curious and you could, and I'm just, just a theory that if you remain curious and you actually train yourself, 
which you can, you could train yourself to do anything. You could train yourself to have a curious mind. I've trained myself to always come up with ideas 24 seven, no matter where I am. I've got in my phone, just list of topics to talk about, ideas, this and that and the other thing. My mind has been trained to work like that because of my job. So why not train your mind to remain curious? Why not pick up a guitar and learn how to play it? If you suck, you gave it a try. If it's something you don't like, check that one off your list. There are many other things to remain curious about. In fact, this is where I started thinking about this and how it may be extremely beneficial down the line. Maybe you could get so good at having your curiosity at a very peak level that when, unfortunately, death comes around, you could approach that with a curious mind as well and take away all that fear and anxiety of dying. Curious of... What's this going to be like? We're all going to experience it. Hopefully none of it for anybody out here and myself included is going to be super tragic. Uh, It's very sad to see that, but, and I also, it's very sad to see people frightened by it. And and right now I'm not at that age or, or health wise to knock on wood to be frightened by it, but I know that day is coming. It's coming for all of us. We're going to second guess it. We're going to freak out by it. And maybe, just maybe, if I can find a way to, to be curious about that whole process and to have the wherewithal and be in the right frame of mind to where you, you know, it's happening and you're, and you're just curious about what's going to happen. Is there an afterlife? Am I going to see a white light? Am I just going to fade away? Do I get to haunt people and stalk them a little bit from beyond? (laughs) I didn't mean to use the stalking word there, but yes. You know, it's, uh, there's a lot of mystery in the world and we walk into life with a mystery. We're born. We don't know shit. Somebody has to keep us alive forever. And then everything's a mystery. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know how our mind works. We could possibly train our mind to have a better life than most, but everything's a mystery. And if you could just look at it through very curious eyes instead of frightened eyes, maybe, just maybe, it might alleviate some of that pressure. So we have talked about having quality people in our lives Tell I'm blue in the face. Can you see how blue I am? Anyway, it's uh, for the, that was just for you people that watch the show on YouTube. Which, by the way, thanks for you guys, people uh, that watch the show on YouTube. Not a whole hell of a lot of people do it because I, I don't understand personally sitting there and watching somebody talk. But I do believe that that adds a little something to that. Anyway, here's what I was talking about. Little known fact about me. I know how... Life can change in an instant. I know this. I know it could be for the worse. Could be a diagnosis you get. Could be hit by a bus. You lose a loved one. It could be any number of things. And I know how it could change in an instant, but could also change for the better in an instant too. And nobody really thinks about that. They're always afraid of all the shit that could happen that's going to 
be tragic. You have to be aware of all the good that can happen just by making a good decision, by meeting a good person. I go to bed every night saying this. This is a little known fact here. And I've told some people close to my me in my life. I've also, uh, when I've consulted people, I've told them this, and it's true. I go to bed, and I always think that great things are happening while I'm sleeping. The universe is lining up. And I tell myself this every single night. I think about it. You know what? While I'm resting, while I'm sleeping, somebody out there in the universe, somebody out there in the world is making a decision about me, whether it's to listen to the podcast, whether it's to hire me, whether it's to do whatever it is. You know, somebody's out there going, you know what? I need a guy who's out there. I need a podcast that's pretty real. Guy doesn't necessarily know what's going on, but he knows that He's in control of his destiny and he knows certain things about stuff and more of a realistic thing. And maybe somebody's thinking that way and maybe somebody's going to stumble across this and pal, my life can change. I have a friend named Rick. We've talked about this for a long time. Uh, we actually say these things to ourselves uh, as we walk around during the day. Great things are happening right now. We repeat that great things are happening right now. I remind myself that all the time. So why not stay in that frame of mind? If you are worried all the time, why don't you just go ahead and try to flip it and try to change the script a little bit. You might meet somebody that's going to have some good news for you. You might meet your future mate today. You might meet your future boss today and you don't even know it. Maybe you're in a coffee shop and you'll overhear somebody say something and you go, that's a great idea. I never thought of it that way. I'm going to, I'm going to be an entrepreneur and I'm going to do this or better. You might be able to change somebody else's life today yourself. When the chips are down and I'm having a rough time and I don't mind telling you right now, there's some weird things happening professionally that are a little concerning. They're not to the threatening, scary level yet or anything, but they're a little concerning. When I feel like I don't have any control, when I feel like somebody else is making decisions for me and I don't necessarily think they're the right decisions, I usually end up doing something for somebody else. I'll donate some money. I will, and that's the easy way. That's, that's the bullshit way. I will find a way that I can help out my community. There's a place here that makes, whether, you know, whether you, you care about homeless people or not, a lot of people are, you know, think that, and to me, there's two types. There's, there's the drug addicts who don't want to get off drugs and that's what they want to do. And there's the legit people who really need some help. I try not to distinguish between those right now, because what I do is I show up at this place that makes like peanut butter sandwiches. Uh, they, they get some stuff together and then somebody else goes out at night and delivers it to the people on the street who need some food, who need some things like that. But I'll go ahead and donate some time doing that. I'll, uh, you know, I'll just try to help out some people. And it's not in a way that, and I've seen people and I know people personally who give, who donate, who do that and expect something in return. They're thinking, oh, I need this for karma. I need this for this and that. And I, there's one person really close to me that has done that his entire life and has bought affection from people and all that. It's really odd to see because I know how 
how false it is. So I don't want to be that. And I, I also don't think I'm Mother Teresa. I just want to get connected again. And that's what it's all about. And being able to read others. When you have the ability to read others, and the only way to be able to read others and trust your gut instincts is to have good things going in life. You got to be in a positive frame of mind to channel some good instincts. If you're negative all the time, you're going to be on the you're going to be on the lookout. You're going to be thinking, "Ah, oh, that person's going to rob me. That asshole over here is going to do this. This thing's out. This guy's out to get me. They've always been out to get me." But that's the way you're going to be trained to think and and I feel sorry for you if that's the way you are. When you're in a good mood, when you're in a, when you know that you're doing your best, when you know that the universe is lining up for you, even though it hasn't manifested yet, and it's taken years to, to manifest. I mean, right now I'm in a, a lull. I'm in one of those things where I'm like, when is something finally going to happen that's good? I just know it is. I just know it is. And the only way to bring good people into your life and bring good thoughts into your life is, and it starts with you. It starts with your attitude and everything else. You got to battle through it and you have to be very aware of being grounded and look for the positive people. Look for the people that have a great energy about them. Those are the people that should be your friends. Those are the people you should be hanging out with. Those are the people that are going to change your life. So here I am living in a digital world podcasting, social media, radio is, is becoming very digital as well. And that's where I'm living. That's what I'm doing. And now I'm about to start bitching about people who live in a digital world. That's me, the hypocrite, Terry James. Thank you. I'll be here all week. But it's true. I get so angry right now, and I shouldn't because I do my best to try to siphon out all the bullshit in my life. If somebody I know is talking too much about politics, I just don't want to hang out with them. Even though I love them dearly, I just don't want to hang out with them. Quit bringing it up. I don't care about it. But you can't get away from it right now. If I, if I go on, especially on Twitter, if I go on X or Twitter, whatever it is, that's what it all is. It's just people retweeting things, even though I try to siphon that out and get, you know, put in anything political. I, I put it in that search thing that it's supposed to eliminate that stuff. But if there's one of my friends who I have friends all over the place, I have friends who are big giant left-wingers, and I've got friends who are big, giant right-wingers. I've got people in the middle. I've got it all, and I think that's a healthy thing. I think that's an absolutely healthy thing. But it's funny when, you walk, when you're online and you're watching people argue, and to me, it's very sad. This is where I think that this digital age is really, really horrible. I have never seen, and I'm sure you have never seen anybody's mind being changed on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or anything like that. Nobody posts something with their definite opinion on it. And then you look at the comments and no, nobody in the comments says, you know what? You're absolutely right. I never looked at it that way. I'm going to do some further research. I'm going to do this. No, it's like, fuck you, you libtard. Fuck you, you Nazi. Fuck you. It's, that's what we're living in right now. Nobody has ever changed anybody's mind or had a real good conversation on these social media platforms. 
Although that's what they're trying to say. Elon Musk is trying to say, you know what? This is where the world gets together and has a, a you know, and reunites and, and has these open, true, hard conversations. There's no hard conversations happening on there at all. It's just a bunch of bitching, and it's also just a bunch of people following others who think exactly like them to get that affirmation, that reaffirmation of, yeah, there's more people like me out there. Fuck these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you are definitely what you fill your mind with every day. Your favorite news channels fill in your mind with bullshit. Your friends who you respect, some of them have definite opinions. They're filling your mind with bullshit. TV shows are filling your mind with bullshit. Podcasts are filling your mind with bullshit. Everybody is filling your mind and wants a slice of that for their own good. So what do you do? I think it's fairly easy. I think just knowing this fact that nobody's mind has ever been changed on social media, but it has been changed in person. It has been changed through thoughtful conversations, if you could even have those anymore. I think, I think we should start small. Let's not tackle the big things. Let's stay away from the politics. Let's handle a few different things. Let's handle uh, whatever's important to you right now whether it's taxes, I know that, that could, that's political, but, I, you know, but it's weird because I don't like high taxes. <laughs> Does that make me a, a conservative? Does that make me a conservative? I don't like seeing people get shot in the mall when they're out shopping. Does that make me a, a liberal? Does that, what, what is that? You know, that's, that's the problem is that I have these definite opinions on things, but I think you need to have these conversations. We're not going to solve the world, but, but world's problems. We're not going to solve the world's problems. But what we can do is really put ourselves in a position on a day-to-day basis to where we can have some open conversations about stuff that matters to us, whether it's spirituality, whether it's saving money, whether it's working out, whether it's health, fitness, whatever it is. Talk to, have conversations about that. But just always know, when you're surfing online, when you're messing around, when you're on these sites, nobody's mind is ever going to change. You, go, you log on to that going, I'm going to go fuck with some people. <laughs> you know, you're going to battle. You put on your, you know, your glasses and you kind of rub your hands into the other and go, who can I get today? What a waste of time. I, I personally am going to try to bring it back to a personal level. I know that when I do season two of the Terry James show here, it's going to be different. It's going to be different. And I will be explaining that here soon. But I do know that it's going to have a lot to do with getting back to some of the basics. Who are your friends? Who do you choose to hang around with? Why do you choose to hang around with? Who are the friends that bring you down? Who are the friends that a ticking time bomb. Like, uh, man, do I want to hang out with this person? Because you never know what they're going to do. You know, they're going to have that fourth or fifth extra drink and all of a sudden you're responsible for them. They're going to bring up something you don't want to talk about. They're going to start an argument out of nowhere because they think they're smart. Who are your friends? I, I personally don't want to be around those people anymore. I just don't. And I'm sure, you know what? I'm sure they don't want to be around me either. So, there you have it. 
another Terry James show in the books. Thank you guys so much for supporting me and for being here. Like I said, be on the lookout for a lot of changes, a lot of new things that are happening, and on not only with the show, but also in your own life. Take it away, Larry. Sleeping all day.